0: This is our third uh, entry into this new series that we're calling uh, the Glossary of Hasidus. Now, last week we did Av, father. Today we're doing Aim, mother. And I want to start Aim with the we're talking about the word aim and it's understood in chassid it's not just aim in an aimless order but aim within the parameters of chassid as i understand it so i want to begin with the expression emabarum smekha emabarum means the mother has joy from her children and um, there's a lot of details to what the emabarum smecha means but the most basic meaning of emabarum smekha is that the mother when she sees her children she has joy when she sees the end product of what she created, she experiences her happiness on the outside. <sighs> now, the, the unique nuance to Eim HaBan Usmeicha is that the mother experiences the joy after it's all done, after her children are all grown, after her children have given her nachas. Now let's explain this metaphysically okay aim mother represents bina bina represents uh, I, I would like to say in light of the expression that this is the ability to multitask and to departmentalize bina has many roles bina is eon, it examines the flash of Chachma. It's Mavchin, it discerns, it separates in the flash of Chachma. it departmentalizes, it puts something in every very, another place. It's typhus, it grasps uh, what the flash of Chochmah was, it's Maven, it understands it. The joy of Bina happens when all those steps are done, right? An idea reaches you, you grab it, you analyze it, you examine it, you departmentalize, you organize it, you understand it, you even identify the uh, a point that's, that, so to speak, the distilled, cooked out version of it and the joy is at the end. So there's a difference between the joy of Bina and the delight of Chochmah in a nuanced way, in a very slight but important way. Chochmah experiences the delight along with the flash of chokhmah. Bina experiences the joy after she's finished with the whole process because the joy of Bina and the whole concept of joy which is a revealed and external expression of delight, is a symptom, so to speak, of it's all finished. And that's the trademark of a mother, a Pi A mother's purpose is to see everything through and to finish it. That things should not remain in theory. They shouldn't remain hypothetical. They shouldn't remain uh, spiritual. They should come down into the real world, into a real action, into a full realization. That's what Bina does. She actualizes everything that Chochmah theorizes and uh, intuits. And when she sees it through till the end, there's a joy. And the joy that Bina experiences is the joy of having seen it through, of having completed it. But then Hasidus said something fascinating. Hasidus adds that when Bina sees something through, when a mother sees something through to the very end, you experience his joy, that joy is called the hisgalis Atik, that joy reveals the very very essence of the nishama. In other words, the happiness that comes from completing something and seeing something through, on the one hand it's a reaction to having completed a task, but on the other hand this reaction to having completed a task brings forward from the very deepest levels of the neshama, from the deepest of the subconscious, a revealed experience of what the neshama itself is. Um, This is very difficult to explain. Um, I'm going to give you an example from laughter. All of us know that uh, one of the most popular things in the world is to laugh and to make people laugh. It's a whole industry, it's a whole business, it's a whole profession. And psychologists, of course, analyze people who make other people laugh and study their personalities, etc., etc. There's also a discussion about the quality of the humor. But Chassidus says, and this is in the mind of Chassanah that laughter comes from the deepest level of the soul, the very deepest level of the soul. Laughter is a symptom of joy which is so powerful that the body cannot contain it. In other words, joy is happiness. Laughter is an expression of happiness, so to speak, and almost in an involuntary act. Now that laughter can come from nonsense, which means it comes from the Nefshah Bahamas. But that laughter can come from the soul, from the neshama, from the divine soul. When this laughter comes from the divine soul, it's coming from the very deepest place, the most powerful places in the soul. And joy is similar. When you see something through till the end, that's an incredible accomplishment. The joy of having seen it through to the end is another accomplishment. What's important about the idea of Ema Bon sme'cha is that joy is an incredible motivator. Meaning, If we were to say it in these words, Binah means seeing something through to the end. That's A. Bina means after you see something through to the end, there's an incredible joy. The joy that comes from having seen something through to the end provides a whole new empowerment to do so much more, either in the same area where the joy is manifest or in an alternative area. And all of this is linked to aim. The way Hasidus looks at a mother, it's her ability, to take care of what she needs to take care of and in the most immediate sense, to take care of her children, to take care of her creations, take care of offsprings, and to seize them through all the way till the end, not to stop in the middle, and that there's an incredible amount of joy associated with that, and that this joy itself creates whole new energies and whole new possibilities for additional good things going forward. So, if I have to repeat, aim, a mother means, her expertise is details and organization and seeing something through till the end. In other words, the, diff, the idea of Bina is that nothing is theoretical, everything has to be actualized. And Bida, there's an incredible amount of joy that comes with it. And there's one more thing I want to say about a mother, which of course is brought in Kabbalah and Hasidah. And you can analyze this psychologically incredibly, but this is a huge concept in Kabbalah, which is discussed at great length even in the Zayar. One of the strangest mitzvahs in the Torah is the Mitzvah of khan. That if you see a feral nest, a nest of birds that doesn't belong to anybody. Pasod. And there is a And there's a, a mother bird that's protecting either unfledged young or unhatched eggs. So there's a Mitzvah of Shalech, the Shalech the you have to send the mother away. And if she comes back, you have to send her away a second time, over and over and over again. So there's a huge discussion in Kabbalah that the aim is Bino and that the Ephraim are the Midas. And the mitzvah is you have to send away the mother so the Ephraim could emerge, that the young birds or the eggs could emerge. There's a lot of angles to it. One angle is that the mother represents the human mind. The children represent the human heart. And the human mind is supposed to control the human heart. And when the mind and the heart stay together, the heart is more focused and more controlled and deeper. So in that way, sending away the mother would be a deficiency because now the young are going to fly away from the nest. They're going to miss the control that their mother gives them. But there's another angle. And the other angle is that children need to grow up and become entities onto themselves. And in order for this to take place, the mother has to be sent away so that the children can become entities unto themselves. And that's also a part of the mitzvah. That's the way it's explained in Kabbalah sending away the mother bird and then you take the young so that the young can become grown up the young can become old and i guess in conclusion the message and the lesson here is so plain and obvious Um, besides all the mysticism every mother wants the best for her children and one of the most difficult aspects of wanting best for your children is sending away the mother so that the children can grow up become their own uh, reality and ultimately become parents themselves (laughs)